So today, inshallah, I want to talk about something. I'll keep this short, inshallah. I remember when I was a kid, the, the genocide in um, Bosnia took place. And I'm sure many of you remember this. I was a child at that time, and my father would often tell me the th situation that the Muslims were going through. And wallahi, we never had social media at that time. We never had anything called the internet. I mean, there was no even cell phones at that time when I was a child, when I heard about the Bosnia genocide taking place. And hence, there's no way to even find out. Yes, I remember when I was a child, there were some videotapes that I saw. I mean, once again, there was just VCRs, you know, you had the VHS and so forth, the, back old, the, the, the good old days, okay? But in those days, I saw one or two videos about the situation in Bosnia. And I would always ask my father the same question, that why is this happening? Why is this happening to the Muslims? Why are, there, why are there people like this on earth who are willing to take the lives of each other? How can you sit there and marvel at other people's suffering? How can these kind of things happen? And subhanAllah, of course, after you grow up, you see the world in a different perspective. But right now, I tell you honestly, there are many kids who are asking questions. There are many kids who are trying to wonder, and the fact that I, when I was a child, I, never, I was never exposed, I mean, once again, there was no social media, there was no internet and so forth. But our kids today, they are exposed to social media. They sit on Instagram, and they sit on TikTok and so forth. And this is where there's a lot of coverage on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. These are the four, these are the four main um, social media platforms where there's a lot of content on there pro-Palestinian, uh, against our Palestinian brothers and sisters in Gaza. So the thing is that our kids are exposed to this. They see these kind of things and they begin asking questions. So the, so the question is, as parents, what can we do for our children? As parents, what can we tell our children to do in these particular times? SubhanAllah, for, number one is, we always try to reaffirm their faith. We always try to reaffirm their faith. How so? Go back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wallahi, you think about the life of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and it is so meaningful. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and you've heard this hadith before, he's sitting with Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala He's a child. He's a child. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is teaching him iman. He is reaffirming his faith. And he's saying, Ya ghulam, inni u'allimuka kalimat. Son, my son, O oh child, let me teach you a few important things that you should keep in mind for the rest of your life. Ihfadillaha yahfadka. Fulfill the order of Allah, take care of, protect Allah, meaning protect the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yahfadka, Allah will protect you. Ihfadillaha tajidhu tujahak. Protect Allah, protect the commands of Allah, and Allah will always be there on your side. Wa idha sa'alta fas'alillah. This is a child who's being taught by who? By none other than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Brothers and sisters, as parents, this is exactly the hadith that we need to teach our kids in this day and age. When you want something, you ask only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you want to seek help, you seek help of who? Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is why this hadith is a little longer, but you know the hadith. Teach this hadith to your children. This will inshallah reaffirm their faith. 
Teach them that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a plan. Teach them the stories and the qasas of the Qur'an. The fact that Yusuf alayhi salam, a child, just like today we see on social media, children being killed. We see the story of Yusuf alayhi salam, a child being thrown into a well. Anyone who has an ounce of a heart will, have, will feel for Yusuf alayhi salam. He's probably only eight years old. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had a greater plan in place. Because had he not been thrown into the well, he would have never been discovered by those, pass, um, by those people who were passing by. Had he not been discovered, he would have never ended up in Egypt. Had he never been ended up in Egypt, he would have never probably become the financial minister of Egypt. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a plan. So always reaffirm this in your children by teaching them the hadith of Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala an. Number two, we have to always teach our children that in this dunya, we're, they're always going to be good people and there's always going to be bad people. And this is the reality of life. Wallahi, just like today, our hearts bleed for our brothers and sisters in Gaza. Likewise, you will find the most despicable people on social media today seeing children dying and they're sitting there making a mockery of them. I'm sure you've seen a video where there was a family overseas making a mockery of, of a family, making a mockery of, of Palestinian people and so forth. So the thing is that we have to teach our kids that there are going to be good people, there's always going to be bad people, but we always have to stand on the side and be with those who are the good people. And once again, in the time of the Prophet faith, of course, faith plays a very important role in our life. But when it comes to these kind of matters, Anyone who's on the side of the right, anyone who's on the side of the truth, we will always stand with each other. Number three, number three, always teach our kids to make dua. Before they go to sleep, tell them, make dua. By the way, you, don't, you may not realize this. The, the dua of a child is a very powerful dua. The dua of a child is a very powerful dua. Why? Because first of all, they are sinless. Number two, go back to the story of Ashabul Ukhdud. The child, the king is telling his army, take him to the middle, take him to the cliff of the mountain and throw him from there. One time, Ya Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was there for him. Take him to the middle of the ocean and drown him there. Ya Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was there. Our children, we teach our children that they should make dua for our brothers and sisters in Gaza. When they go to sleep at night, tell them, make dua, let them repeat after you. But let them, let them repeat after you, let them say ameen. But we have to build the ability of making dua within our kids. We teach our kids that they should be making dua for their little younger ones, their, their little young friends uh, in Gaza and so forth. These young boys and young girls are, are the brothers and sisters of our children. They are the brothers and sisters of our younger children. So we teach our children that this girl who is overseas, she's your sister. This boy who lost his life, he's your brother. Make dua for them. Make dua for them. So this is something that is extremely important that we teach our kids. Number four, we always try, you know, many of us, we give our kids some money. Whenever there's any cause to give money for our brothers and sisters in Palestine and Gaza, teach your kids to learn how to give a little. Yesterday, subhanAllah, I was at a fundraiser. There was a child who came forward. He came forward. He only had $100 in his savings. That's all he had. And he took that $100 and he says, I give this for the people of Gaza. SubhanAllah. 
I mean, that child, wallahi, he, he took my heart that night. Wallahi, last night. So this is, we teach our children to give. Because if they can learn how to give now, they will give later on. Even if they are not even giving from, your, from their own money. Even, I tell, honestly tell parents, even when you come for Jummah, put the money in their hands. Let them put it inside the sadqa box so that they learn how to start giving. They start building the ability within their hearts to start giving. So even if they have a little savings, teach them. Give them for your younger brother, for your younger sister overseas, inshallah. And the last thing that we have to do, especially when it comes to our kids, and especially for the teenagers also, when it comes to this topic of Gaza and, uh, and Palestine and so forth, we always teach our kids, if you can have the conversation with someone, have the conversation. If you cannot have the conversation, don't have the conversation. Okay? Because there are a lot of young men and young women, they see, you know, they will be very passionate on posting something on social media or saying something, but the minute they get a little pushback, there might be someone who might use profanity against them, whether on social media, whether anywhere else or in person, and they get a little pushback, a little criticism, and they, they shake. And so what we need to do is that we got to teach our children that always be around those people who are going to console you. You don't have to go and deal with toxic people. There are a lot of toxic people who are, wallahi, they are sick and they are dead in the heart. Okay, you don't need to deal with those kind of people because you cannot get across to those kind of people. They are, as Allah says in the Quran, ghishawa. These are the people. This is who Allah subhanahu wa This is how they have created them. So there's no way you can get across to them. You just learn how to be around those people who can reaffirm your faith. Going back to the story of. Ashabul Kahf, these young men, they were in a situation. Do we, do we, they're being called towards shirk. They say, we're going to seek refuge in the cave. Just like they went away from the fitna, our youth, they should go away from the fitna. Do not jump into the fitna because they may not, they may not have the stamina to handle the fitna. So walk away from the fitna. There's no need to engage with these kind of people. And subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Kahf that if you really want to protect your faith, Right after the story, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about the importance of good company. Being in the company of those who remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how you can protect your faith. So, that is why for our young brothers and our young sisters, always try to stay away from these kind of toxic people. Always try to side and be around those people who are going to continue to reaffirm your faith, who are going to continue to support what you believe in and so forth. This is something that's very important. Otherwise, if you fall into the fitna and you take a step back, you can, you know, you can lose a lot of confidence in yourself. Someone might make a, like a ridiculous kind of argument. You don't know how to respond to that. You're going to feel less confident within yourself and so forth. So that's why don't put yourself in that kind of situation if there is no need to. So we keep these few things once again in mind, inshallah. Number one was reaffirming faith in our children. Number two is teaching our children that there are always going to be good people and bad people. Number three, always teaching our children to make dua. Their duas are very powerful. Number four, 
give donations. If they can give a donation, give a donation from their money. And number five, for our, especially for our youth, stay away from those kind of toxic people. Do not engage if you, if you don't have to. And stay with, stay with those people who are the believers. Stay with those people who have, who are, who have as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they have an aql and they can understand. You'd rather be with those kind of people. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. May Allah protect our children, inshallah. Ameen rabbil alameen. Wa jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Inna al-muslimina wal-muslimati wal-mu'minina wal-mu'minati wal-qanitina wal-qanitati wal-sadiqina wal-sadiqati wal-sabirina wal-sabirati wal-khashi'ina wal-khashi'at وَالْخَاشِعِينَ وَالْخَاشِعَاتِ وَالْمُتَصَدِّقِينَ وَالْمُتَصَدِّقَاتِ وَالصَّائِمِينَ وَالصَّائِمَاتِ وَالْحَافِظِينَ فُرُوجَهُمْ وَالْحَافِظَاتِ وَالذَّاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ أَعَدَّ اللَّهُ لَهُمْ مغفرة وأجرا عظيما